That's Steve, he's Jeff, I'm Darcy, and this is Specs and Suits. back specs and suits i'm jeff it's got steve and darcy here uh we've got another good episode for you guys today we're talking everything final fantasy figured uh final fantasy 15 came out uh late last year still a uh, still big hit i think they're gonna re- been releasing some dlc for it so it's kind of fresh on at least my mind i've been playing it so uh, i figured we'd give a kind of go down run down the history of the main series of the game Probably the one that's played the most of a motor. I'm pretty sure Jeff is the one that's played the most. If, <laughs> if you played more than like three hours in your head of me, so yeah. Good, yeah. good, good. I, got, I did play more than three hours. All right, damn. I p- played pretty much, I played every single one and most of the spinoff titles. Uh, the one I've played probably the least is 14, which is that newer, the newer online one, but... I digress, we'll get to that when we get there. Yeah, so it's, it's one of the the highest selling franchises in the world for at least for video games wise uh it's pretty popular been going on what 25 30 years now i think it was first one was released in 87 yeah so now it's yeah i think this is their 30th anniversary this year huge following the you obviously got the games uh but they've also branched out into like concerts you can go to now movies are are a big thing for them They've been like there's a tie-in for 15. There's tie-in for seven. They have that actual Final Fantasy Spirits Within actual movie that was released in theaters. Oh right, yeah. That wasn't actually had nothing to do with. I, I, I was gonna say it has nothing to do with Final Fantasy, but then I realized that none of the Final Fantasies have anything to do with each other. No, it has so just as much as about right. anything as any other ones. It has Sid in it and a couple of other things that are unique to Final Fantasy. But pretty much that's about it for, like, things... There's no stories that connect any of the games together. At least in the main series, there's... Okay. There's, there's, uh, there's no sequels. Like the, like Final Fantasy 2 isn't a direct sequel from Final Fantasy 1. It's its own story. It's its own contained story. They had the, the one sequel, which was 10-2. Yeah, they have 10-2, and they have two sequels for 13... Yes, 13. Yeah. Like Lightning Returns and other ones, but... those are the, Those are actual sequels, but for, like... In the main series, like there's, yeah, n- right. they're not they connected anyway. The two online ones are completely different worlds, all that sort of stuff. So we'll get into, we're gonna dive into it, and you know, get our hands dirty in this <laughs> crazy JRPG. I literally looked up something that says Final Fantasy for the common man. Basically, <laughs> what I'm gonna be reading off of for the average guy. Yeah. You want to do a podcast, but for you the need average to man, know some info. Yeah, this is your this is your website. This is how it, it's like rap lyrics for white people. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's start at the beginning. Uh, Final Fantasy One released in like I said 1987. A cool kind of uh, like backstory of why they called it Final Fantasy. So when Square was releasing, they had a they had some hits in their in their studio, but nothing really big. And they they're kind of well, we got enough money for one more game, and it's if it's not going to be a hit, you know, we're going to have to close the studio and and stuff like that. So uh, I'm going to butcher these people's names because I'm terrible with names, <laughs> faces I can remember, but uh, Hiro Nubu Saka, Saka, Sakaguchi, I should know it, but 
I'm, I can't read properly. You just gotta be confident right. in saying it. What's your? Just, <laughs> just oh, yeah, right. say it with authority. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Carl, <laughs> Carl Erickson. <laughs> so, anyways, he he went. He figured he was uh, he was better at telling a story than he would be designing like an action game or something like that. So right. he's like, all right, well, we'll make this game really story driven. And there had been uh, other games. Enix had put out like Dragon Quest. Back in the day, and Fantasy Star, I believe, was on the Sega Master System before this was released. So there are, like, there are uh, some games out that are out before uh, that kind of took on this same sort of role: heroes, equip, monsters, fighting, random encounters, things right. like that. So, anyways, they they went to they go. Like, this is basically all right. This is our swan song. If we don't, if this is nothing, we're gonna have to close the studio. So they kind of called it their final fantasy and. I think it was actually supposed to be called uh, something else first, but I can't remember the name. Is but the the name was taken. Super Mario. <laughs> yeah, Super Mario. Yeah, that's probably what they're gonna call it. We're gonna put all our eggs in this one basket. <laughs> call it Super Mario. And see what happens. Oh, it was all taken. Holy crap! So, uh, if anyone's never played the game, it kind of the story follows these like four characters. You get to pick them and name them. So, kind of you get. You get to be kind of grow attached to these characters because you call them whatever you want, uh, and you get to pick between their classes: there's a black mage, white mage, red mage, uh, warrior, thief, and I uh, black talk- belt. We're talking about number one, right? Yes, right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it fighter instead of warrior? Didn't it change yes, to warrior? Yeah, Darcy's right. Yeah, it was. There's final fighter or something. I think yeah, something like that. Fun. Yeah. But it was that was registered to some other game. I think at the time. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. And then black. What was the other one? Black Mage or uh, yeah, sort of Black Belt? Black, eventually... Yeah, Black Belt was the was the one I can think of. Yeah, yeah, like okay. Monk. Because like I did fist. eventually switch over to Monk, I think. Yeah, yeah. They all the upgrade after, when you get closer to the end, you get, like Black Mage you upgrade to like a wizard or oh, something. Oh, I see. Okay. Everyone has a the next thing. Like Warrior becomes Knight and stuff like that. So. Gotcha. So, anyways, you you kind of you create this team of. Uh, four characters, and you can have any mixture of characters. So you can have like all thieves if you want, all monks, two of one, one of another. But you, you wouldn't win in that order, though, right? I think I've could watched you, things and people beat like it with just the most random like teams, all healers like, or something. Yeah, I've seen people do it. Obviously, it's going to take you a while, yeah. and all you can do is heal, <laughs> but and hit for really low. But you can do it. So, anyways, uh, they they have to go kill these like four elemental fiends uh, and kind of save the world and save these crystals that are scattered around their world. Crystals are a big recurring theme in yeah, Final they're, Fantasy, right? They're pretty much in every single some one. Some form in or another. Some form or another. They're, sometimes they're called different things, and we'll we'll go through them and we'll, we'll list them all. But anyways, so they could, like Darcy was saying, yeah, it was called Final Fight. You're right. And then, uh, but it was taken. So the this game has been released on so many systems. So you, it was released on the NES, the Nintendo uh, entertainment system originally and then it was on the MSX the family computer, the Wonderswan Color the Playstation, Game Boy Advance PSP, Wii the PS Store, the iOS Windows Phones, Androids, Nintendo eShop and now on the new Nintendo Classic it was uh, it came with that as well oh, right. it was one of the 30 games that came included in that my first experience with this one was actually, wasn't the first Final Fantasy I played it was actually probably one of the later ones I played we 
I didn't end up playing this until probably it was released on, like, actually playing it. Like, I'd seen it around. I knew of it, of course. Sure, Being yeah. a big Final Fantasy fan, but I didn't actually play it until it was released on the Game Boy Advanced. And then when they do these re-releases, a lot of times they're updating graphics, but the uh, the general theme and story stay all the same, graphics and gameplay. Uh, the, actually, the graphics get upgraded and gameplay stays pretty much the same. Right. So I played that one when it was released with Final Fantasy Two. You guys, did you get either one of you guys ever get into Final Fantasy One? No, not no? the original ones. No. no, first one I ever really touched was six, which I realistically was three, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Pretty much the greatest game ever made. I think I borrowed it off somebody, <laughs> and then I was just like, never it, gave it back. Because it was always like, oh, what game do you have? And I was like, oh, I got Donkey Kong. That's cool, man. What do you have? I got Final Fantasy. I don't know what that is, but I don't want to trade your Donkey Kong for it. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! It's way better. <laughs> you, you, had, you had a steal there. I Steve. went to the library to get. The, the strategy guide to get Donkey Kong <laughs> I did a lot of work I'm not giving that up to, get, to trade this game that I don't know so we, sorry when you say it was, 6 was actually 3 was that just because of where it was released in different yeah, markets yeah. so okay. we'll look at that eventually but the way that they released the like Final Fantasy 1 came out obviously in in Japan and United States it came out in Japan quite a bit earlier okay and then they didn't release 2 or 3 in in North America not oh, until way, way later. So when they released Final Fantasy two in in Canada or in North America, it was actually Final Fantasy four. And then they skipped five didn't get released in North America either. And then so when they released Final Fantasy which six, it became three when they brought it over. Okay, I got you. I think three is the only one I've ever actually played. I have it for uh, Nintendo DS. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. The the actual three, like it oh, says yeah, three. Yeah, that would have been the actual three. three. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. 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 So that would have been when uh, that was would have been the first time, like unless you played like a weird emulated version, would have been the only first time you got to play on a North American system. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So another recurring thing of all these games. All the art and logo, and, and for a lot of the beginning games, is all done by uh, the same guy, uh, Yoshitaki Amano. He does all the logo and art style sort of thing. He actually, ha- I have his art book, and it's stunning that what he does with like watercolors and sketches and just kind of like the way his characters flow and, and move. He does some really, really cool art. So like, if you've only ever seen his art in Final Fantasy, look up some of his other stuff because he does some amazing, amazing work. Okay. And then you'll also have pretty much most of all of these uh, scores are all by uh, Nobuo Umatsu. He does all the all the scores. And he like the, what he can do with like um like a MIDI like the, the type, yeah. you don't you only you're playing with such a like a limited field to be able to create music out of and what he can do with just these limited tools that he has is pretty amazing it's it, going back to the art too when you mentioned that what's always gotten me is that they like the amount of like emotion and stuff that they can actually convey through these tiny little characters yeah. that are only you know how many pixels high and wide but it's that's really impressive yeah exactly like he like he did a lot of the design for those but like yeah the amount of emotions you can do with just like with like 16 13 bit characters yeah yeah or whatever 8 bit characters is pretty amazing when you got like when you got a display like shock or scared or injured or sad and all and all they have to do is just like a subtle movement of the head. Yeah, it's pretty. I think it says a lot to the to the art directors and yeah, and absolutely, stuff on that, yeah, on it's game, impressive on these games. 
So that was uh, Final Fantasy One, and and, oh, and back to the story, back to the to music. Like his music is so good with these MIDI systems that they now they convert it over to actual full concerts and stuff. Like you can go see a concert that has Halo or something right. like that, right? Or Zelda, but when they're when they're actually making the music in the game with actual instruments. He's doing this all in computer, and now that they convert it over, it's. I think it's. It speaks volumes to how good his music was. Yeah, no kidding. And then we got Final Fantasy two again. Like it, like Darcy was saying, it only came out in Japan in uh, December seventeenth, nineteen eighty eight. Same director, uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi. Sorry. I'm terrible. Sorry. <laughs> you should... Sorry. Forgiven Saka- is freeze. Yeah, Sakaguchi side. Apologies. <laughs> God. Uh, so same same director. Uh, story centers around, again, four youths. This one... I actually... When I played this one, I actually liked the story quite a bit. But it, it's, it kind of follows a... Star Wars Episode Four style. Like, people oh, okay. join this re- rebellion... Like, these kids join this rebellion group against this evil empire... Uh, that's trying to conquer the world. So, and then there's a there's like one of the characters is kind of betrays the group and comes back, and uh, other like other characters join your party in his absence, and they have characters killed off. So it actually it it really tries to tell like a deep, uh, compelling story. I felt a lot even more so than some of the games that came after, like three. I didn't feel or even five for that matter. That didn't feel. Kind of, they dropped the story for a little bit other, more for other gameplay elements. Anyways, uh, so so they, yeah, they're struggling against the empire, just trying to take over their land. So the the main thing about this one is that they completely changed the leveling system. So you had in the old one, you'd level up like normally, you gain experience after a battle, your character levels up depending right. on what class they are. In this one, it all depended on what weapons you're doing, similar to Skyrim. Like if you use a battle axe, you get better. Specific to that, yeah, that weapon or whatever, that skill. Yeah, or if you jump a lot, you get more yeah. athletics. Yeah, kind of thing. Well, this is kind of similar to that, where it's, it's kind of set the foundation for that, I guess. Where it's like if you get hit a lot, you get more experience or you get more health. Or right. and then if you, uh, if you use an axe or a sword, you use mad. If you use magic more, you your proficiency and that goes up. Okay. But it was very unforgiving to like newer players. And people that didn't really know what was going on, because you could walk from like one part of the map and then walk over to the wrong and get completely destroyed. Like just the the <laughs> the, the learning curve on it would just go from like normal, and then you're like, oh, now you're dead. You're in the wrong area. Right. And if you didn't save, then you're like, fuck, I just lost all that progress. Right. And just yeah, having to redo it. So it was very unforgiving. And then there was there's kind of glitches that people people found out that if you could you could at the early on if you attacked yourself. And like kept your health, you could gain you could gain like crazy amounts of stats in just one battle. Oh, so it was exploitable the way they had it. Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah. that's that's interesting. Why would they let you hit yourself? Yeah, that's who programs <laughs> that into the game. The it's always been in every single game. You can right? pretty, uh, not everyone, but in all the in these in the the eight bit ones in sixteen bit ones, you could always attack your your own guy. <laughs> There's different different ways, I guess you could use it. Like you could like there later in the ga- in the games like you get a spell called like reflect or wall. Right. So if you cast right. a spell on you, it reflects back. So but you do in I know in six you do this. You'd cast reflect on your whole party, and then you'd cast. Uh, so instead of ca- hitting the the 
the boss or whoever you're fighting with one spell, you hit him with four in a row. Oh, you okay. Reflected okay. Off of every single person. But right? see, that makes sense because you're, you're using it as like a buff or something, right? Yeah. For your team, as opposed to just like turning around and just head. stabbing the guy a little bit. <laughs> And oh, something else I didn't mention. I did would take we'll take down all. So in the first one, your good guy is whoever you want it to be. You call him whatever you want. Okay. The bad guy is Garland. So he's an evil, evil kind of warlord that has this. Uh, he wants to like create this weird time loop, and he in the end he becomes this like chaos god thing. That's a that's a shitty short version. Yeah, <laughs> the TLTR version. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the second one, you have your main character is uh, Furion, and then you're fighting the Emperor of Palamecia. And his main thing is just like he wants to become like this god. So eventually, you kill him, and then he kind of takes over hell and heaven. So that, like his whole plan was for you to kind of kill him, and he oh. so he go to hell and take over that. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, interesting. Like Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Was his plan. Or th- <laughs> that guy from End of Days. <laughs> the, the devil <laughs> the devil oh that guy <laughs> or your two o'clock devil's advocate Al Pacino yeah. that's what I was thinking about <laughs> right it's Keanu Reeves <laughs> and then this is also uh, Sid's first appearance Sid makes an appearance in every single Final Fantasy after this one he is always like the ship captain or somebody helpful right he's usually yeah something like that or he's like uh, in one of the games he's bad but he's always a scientist of some sort so Final Fantasy 3 which is the actual 3 yeah, it's the actual in, three. In the series. Um, this came out about a while later, two years later. I guess it's a, pretty much two years per game. If it's been 30 years, it's been 15, right? The, the close You're to, averaging like, about that. Yeah. It's not too bad. Close to, like, you got, there's, some of them, there's a bigger gap in between some of them. Like, the 15 was in development for 10 years, I think it was, like a full decade. Yikes. Really? What were they doing? Just sitting on their hands? Well, they <clears throat> ruining it but they like it was eventually supposed to it was supposed to be like a sequel to 13 somehow oh and then okay. it ended up mm-hmm. becoming so big it became its own game right uh so with final fantasy 3 it's uh a little bit the same as the number as number two so the story revolves around four four youths that draw power from a crystal not unlike the the the, the joi crystal <laughs> that we've heard <laughs> your, about many, your favorite uh, the thing the jo crystals um, they, grant the, they grant the power and instruct them to go forth and restore balance to the world. Now, knowing what to make of the crystal's pronouncements, what not, <laughs> but nonetheless recognizing the importance of its words, the four, the four of them inform their adoptive families of their mission and set out to explore and bring back balance to the world. So, I see, like, that's what I hear. I hear, like, Pokemon... You know, all right. Yeah, I'm getting a little young. <laughs> yeah. like your get ten. out there and get, figure this shit out. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. There's this crazy mission that you have to do and take upon yourself. Okay, that sounds good. I'm going to go back to tending my garden. Yeah. Where? <laughs> Hope you can do this. Yeah. Where? Like, I don't think that would happen in real life. But again, this is this is Final Fantasy, so. Yeah. This is, well, this is also, this in Final Fantasy 3, this is the first one they had the, they brought in, like, the job system. So you had your, oh, yeah, your, right. your character, your, your, Classes from number one return, your knight, your red mage, blue mage. Or your red, your red mage, black that's mage. That's probably why they did it, because number two, nobody really bought into the whole idea of leveling up with like certain things. Right? No, definitely. It, it, Final Fantasy II is, is always rated one of the worst yeah. in the, on the, the list of uh, Final Fantasies. I, I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I didn't mind the... I, I, I don't care too much for the job structure. Like I like it, but it... It's not a main selling picture. I'd rather have a more comprehensive story 
than I would being able to change whatever class I wanted. Oh, I see what you mean. But yeah. then, they, so then you add a couple new ones uh, like Geomancer and uh, uh, I can't remember the whole ton of classes that they add into it. Yeah, but like having done that, it's not like it's integral to the, the to the game that you have all these crazy classes. You could probably do it with the four. But they're just giving people options. Just, yeah, right? and you can it's change just a variety, it right? Like and a different like, way to you'd, play. you'd level up one to certain to certain part, and then you'd get their passive skill or something. <laughs> yeah, and so you could do you'd take that, and eventually you'd be able to put all these uh, these skills together to make kind of like a amalgamation of a bunch of cool heroes, mm. and then you'd be able to do special things. More so for Final Fantasy V, which also had the job system, but you, there was inklings of it in uh, in three as well. Three uh, also happens to be the first time the summons showed up, which is like a huge part of Final Fantasy. And it's probably the the one thing I'll always look up, even though I don't play the new games, is like what the summons look like, because all the animations are always super cool. Like I played, I played the heck out of eight. And that was pretty cool. And then I was I always go on YouTube and just look up the clips. <laughs> just nostalgia <laughs> yeah, hard. All it. I want to see is the summons, because it was always a big deal. Like you would have to eat. You, I don't know if it was the same in the old ones, but you pretty much have to fight them first in order to earn whatever that power was, and then you use it in a fight, right? Is it the same? Yeah. It's in the old ones? It, yeah, it's basically like calling a crazy boss to do some sort of crazy spell. Yeah, and it, it, it would do like some crazy powerful spell, you know, in a in a boss fight it can make the difference between you winning or not, or you can just, you know, throw it on like a deer. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, you want to see it, you want to see it be done once. Yeah. It's cool. So. Yeah, but that's a big thing. Uh, they, it, it changes the name throughout like the series, but generally referred to as like summons, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. So. I've always referred it to as espers because that was the, my first interactions with it was from six. Okay. So that, to me, that but yeah, they're always called something different. In this one, you yeah, you in if you played the original, you you're you guess your main character is an onion knight. You could could obviously you could change the name to whatever you want. If you played Darcy's three, uh, his DS version, you would I think they had given the name of Lunith. Was yeah. the, one of the main characters? Yeah, that sounds right. So, do the names all have a, a theme to the game? Like Lunith, it's like like Moon. You know what I mean? Like, does sometimes, it have something to do with that? Sometimes like, I think I find when I was trying to I looked this up and I was trying to figure out like where they get their names. I think I noticed like in certain ones they'll take like a theme. Like it'll be like a, they'll take a bunch of German names. Or in, I think Final Fantasy VI is kind of like a mixture between. Uh, like German and Italian names. Right. Okay. Right. So I figured they just have a weird like theme that they'll go for that. Yeah. It's less so now in the newer versions because you're getting people they're, they're getting, like, like weird cool hippie names. children like yeah. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name my kid Dakota. <laughs> but wow. yeah, they always have something. Japan always has a weird fascination with like like Imperial they're like, Germany they're for like some reason. Oh, yeah, they were supposed to take over the world, like, 60 years ago, right? <laughs> 70 years ago? 65? I always found that just kind of weird. No, but they're, they're big on puns, like, for names. Like, if you do Dragon Ball, like, every, everything in Dragon Ball is a pun. Right? <laughs> vegetables? Yeah, <laughs> carrots? vegetables, carrots. Uh, underwear? Women's underwear? Yeah, Bulma's underwear for some reason. Just stuff like that. It's super <laughs> weird. That's why I always thought, I was like, oh, maybe that's what it came from, from these games. Yeah, so Darcy was saying that it, Darcy didn't play it until when did the 2006. So there's a 16-year yeah. gap before being released in in from Japan to to North America. And by that, they completely redid it. So it was like all I would assume, graphics yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So I didn't. What did you? How did you think of it? 
How far did you get into it? I didn't get that far, honestly. No. I just kind of, I poked around, just kind of experimented with it. But yeah, no, I didn't really. Stick yeah, time I felt to that way it. too. Some of the old, like, and I, I speak well of two, but I, when I played three, like, it's some of the that the that gameplay just didn't translate over sure. to like a newer game. Yeah, yeah, I felt that it should have. But uh, yeah, so you had your main characters, your Lunith, and then your bad person or bad guy. I don't know what bad person, <laughs> evil <laughs> entity. Was uh, Zan, but eventually this was the first one that had like a bigger puppet master in behind. So you'd fe- defeat the right. guy that you thought was going to be the last boss, but then it ended up becoming some weird, crazy, evil entity that was controlling him the whole time. And this was the Cloud of Darkness. So that was the real bad guy. Oh, okay. And, uh, and then after that, we got Final Fantasy IV in Japan or Final Fantasy II in North America, whatever your flavor is. <laughs> Released in 1991 in uh, in Japan and November 23rd 91 in North America. So this one this one I played quite a bit when I was younger. Uh, follows uh, Dark Knight Cecil. It's kind of like a redemption story. He's he's uh, he kind of gets tricked into blowing up this town and he's kind of kind of redu- <laughs> trying to redeem himself and figure out what's going on in his kingdom. His his king's asking him to do all these like crazy things. So he's going. He goes on to this. Uh, to, he goes on this quest to stop this uh, evil sorcerer named Golbez from seizing a bunch of uh, crystals from around the world. He's he's kind of Golbez's big thing. He's going to change, take over the world. Eventually, leads him to the moon and a bunch of other crazy shit that happens. But it's not actually Golbez. Lots of mind controlling right. and back and forth that goes on in this game. Really, really cool story. Really, I think the one of the like first games I ever played that had uh, like a really in-depth story to it wasn't, no, and okay. that progressed through the game. Yeah, yeah, and it was just the one guy, right? They broke away from the whole group of four youths kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then people right? would okay. come and join your party. Cecil was the only character that was there throughout the whole game. He's, he's consistent. Everyone he, else is just kind of right. cycling he in. Rotates right? until gotcha. you get to the end, and then you're stuck with that same five people, which would have been like Cecil. Rosa, his uh, like girlfriend that you save in uh, in the midst of the game. Kane, like his uh, his like best friend who's betrayed the group and then come back and then betrayed and come back again. And then Edge, who's kind of like a prince of another kingdom, and Rydia, who's your like your summoner. Okay. Uh, there's always that one guy in the group. It's like, oh, okay, we're, that, we're, all we're here for was the booty, man. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to fight anymore. He's gonna get killed. And then they're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, man. You're you're part of the group, but you know it's not cool that you left and he leaves. But then when they need him, he shows up. Hey, I'm back. It's all about the Always booty. Sad. I just want to emphasize that's what it's all. It's, it's all about the booty. Yeah. I was thinking pirates for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like actual like, yeah, I meant like pirate, pirate booty, yeah. pirate but not booty, like yeah. the shake in the bum booty. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. All right. So yeah. So that's Final Fantasy IV. Anyone? Do you guys have any experience with this one? No. Mm-mm. No, not at all. Ah, uh, you're missing out then. It's great, great game. You can get it on like iOS. Most of these games you can get on iOS now. But I'd highly recommend if you haven't played this one, it's awesome. This one also introduced the active time battle system. So instead of waiting for the monster to like you go, you go, you go kind of back and forth, this oh, one yeah. would be like monsters have their own timer and if you're too slow, they're going to just attack you while you wait kind of thing oh interesting so it wasn't totally turn-based anymore no no it, it, it did, still was turn-based it still, it still okay. had your thing but 
uh, it kind of made you speed up and kind of think of the head. It's like, oh, right, I need to get this move off quickly or something, or I'm going to hit again. Right. again. Or right. you have like a skill that would speed it up, so you'd get like two attacks. Uh, sure, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you haste. And again, uh, directed by Hironobu <clears throat> Sakaguchi, composer still the same, Uematsu. Uh, so in this one, it is also noted that uh, I was reading some up about how he composed this one. Because some of the favorite Final Fantasy songs come from Final Fantasy IV. Uh, like, he said they were so excruciating uh, and involving trial and error when, for him and his sound staff that they had to spend several nights in sleeping bags at the Square Headquarters. Oh, right. like, I could never imagine sleeping at my office. <laughs> like I thought about it, but I was like, no, I'd rather take the half an hour, hour train trip home. Rather than yeah, sleeping there, you think very briefly about it and then realize it's just yeah, a it's terrible just, idea. So like, I was like, I could sleep underneath my desk. Yeah, but they have like honor, like Japanese. You know, they they can't dishonor the game. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they have to commit the harakiri. The harakiri cut, cut myself, <laughs> slice their stomach yeah. open. <laughs> That's why the director and the composer have lasted so long. They didn't. They haven't broke that code. <laughs> they just driven their employees to death. Yeah. Worked them down. <clears throat> So yeah, if you haven't played four, awesome, awesome game. Again, you you see we talked Cecil as your 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 main character starts off as a dark knight, becomes a paladin. This one didn't have the job system; it kind of scrapped that for so so everyone was kind of set in their in their role. But like I said, there's so many characters coming in and out of your party, you get a good taste of pretty much everything. Different aspects of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had your bad guy who you thought was Golbez the whole game, but ended up, again, being controlled by a crazy evil entity, Zemus. It's like a weird sleepy... Like, and you actually fly to the moon in this game. Is that right? In a spaceship. Interesting. Yeah. To find him, right? Yeah. And that's where they, he lives? Well, that's where he's from. Like, there's a whole race of people from the moon that have come down. Like, Cecil is like half oh, Lunarian. Okay. You don't think of it when you're a kid and you think of it, it's like this is a strange game. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You just what a strange what thing is, for yeah. a medieval time style game. That's yeah, for the moon. But you know, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so then you have Final Fantasy V. So this was released in December 6th, 1992. Again, Japan only, as we discussed a little bit earlier. This one had a big delay, didn't it? And weren't there uh like fan-based translations yes. or something. This yeah. is the one that okay, yeah. This is the first game that this is the only. This is the first re- like the reason I figured out when I was young how to use an emulator and download ROMs. Uh, yeah, was yeah, to right. play this game because it yeah it was never released. It got like it, it kept saying that it was going to come over, but then it never did. And then it, they then it got picked up again. Then it canceled. So it never ever got that translation. So people ended up just. Uh, translating them themselves. So when I was playing, like the characters, main character is supposed to be named Bartz, but when I played the game, his name was Butts. Butts. <laughs> it's just whoever translated him. Butts. That's what it translated into. <laughs> Sounded like that. That's the right name. So when I, whenever I played, it was always Butts. <laughs> still funny. Thirty years old, it is still funny, funny to you. Still a solid joke. <laughs> This is the one he. It's the meteor investigation, right? Yeah. I think I actually played this on yeah. a ROM. Yeah, obviously years and years ago. But this sounds really familiar. Yeah, it, you had like a job system that you would get later. <laughs> Basically, your team goes around 
discovering trying to save these crystals again uh but as yeah. soon as you get there like they'd explode or they get overloaded so you have like a crystal of fire yep. crystal of water crystal of wind and they all control some sort of aspect in the world and then you'd collect the crystal pieces and that's how you'd get your jobs so your knight your berserker your oh i see okay yeah monk everything and then what would happen is you can max out leveling that skill or that job, and you'd be able, you could go to your next job and kind of take one of those skills over. So if you were like a ninja, and then you oh. switched over to like a ruin knight, you could use some of the ninja skills with it. And like some of them would be passive, like attack twice or right. get a defense up or something for this. So you can start. You can kind of. It was the first game that you got really got to mix that in, and kind of make your own party, and kind of devise crazy super weapons that would break the game. Oh, is that right? Like, yeah, if you planned out your party well enough, like, you could make some crazy, crazy characters. Oh, uh, that's cool. So, yeah. did you get to pick the uh, the skills that transferred over, or was it just yeah. pretty much any time there was an overlap nope. between two jobs? You got, you got to pick the skills. So, like, okay. like if you were, uh, like, as you level up, you'd get other skills. Like, your knight might get, like, or any time, your ability to use shields and certain swords. And then the other one right. would be, like, oh, you also get defense. And then there might be a skill that's just protect. And then you go okay. like, well, now I want this knight. I want you to be a mage now. So now you can take, oh, well, I want to take his defense up skill with him to right. become when he becomes a mage or whatever. Like there's tons of different things. So there's huge variation in the characters you yeah. can make then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like one of the, the things you would want to do, I think it was ninja let you dual wield and you'd, you'd level up. So you get your dual wield, just like the last skill you get. Then you take archer, which at the last one you get there is like attack four times or something uh, like uh-huh. that. So then you'd pair those two, and then you'd make him a knight, where so he's using swords or something like that. Some really powerful weapon, so he's dual wielding swords, attacking four times. Right, kind of thing. nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of different cool... There's something really cool about the job system. that I felt, I feel that's really the main reason to play the game, the story again, kind of secondhand in this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, basically a crazy tree that comes to life. <laughs> that's the easiest way to explain it. X-Death. That's the bad guy? Yeah, X-Death's yeah. the bad guy. Butts slash Barts is your main your main good character. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so then he's destroying these crystals. He's kind of mm. trying to merge these two worlds together. So this is one of the first ones where you get like a dual... Well, I guess you kind of got that in Final Fantasy IV. You had dual worlds. But this one, have two completely different worlds you get to explore and... And fly around with different airships. Was this Nintendo? Was this S? This is Super Nintendo. Sorry, yeah, I should have said that. It's Super Nintendo Uh, since Final Fantasy IV. So the first three Nintendo, next three are Super Nintendo. I was gonna say the emulator part that you mentioned was the first time we got an emulator was like my sister's friend. He would come over and then install on on the computer, and it was like a Super Nintendo one. And then no, it was a regular Nintendo, and it would it was called Nesticle. (laughs) <laughs> I remember Nesticle. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, why is it called Nesticle? And then, like, it was, like, years later. I'm like, it's just a fucking ball sack. <laughs> I was like, what the I fuck can, did he download on the computer? I can imagine you just sitting in, like, a class, like, in a, later at your yeah. job, thinking, oh, that's why they call it Nesticle. <laughs> just laughing to yourself. So this one, uh, this one also had Turtle Kung Fu. It's like it's. I think it's one of the like. It's in the big showdown, like X Death, and like you you go to meet this like turtle sage to collect I can some item or something. Anyways, and then like it's obviously it's six. It's like sixteen bits, so all they're doing is just jumping around this 
the screen, sure. but I just thought it was the most ridiculous shit that I've ever seen when I got when I got there in the emulator. Uh, not much else to say about this one, other than oh, it did have the uh, it did. This one was one of the first ones that had one of the main characters permanently die off. Like people technically die. You can't see the hand quotes I'm doing in uh, in Final Fantasy two and in. Final Fantasy IV, but in Final Fantasy IV they they're not they don't die; they all come back in the end. Final Fantasy II, none of them are main characters, so this right. is the first one where your main character dies. Luckily, all the jobs and skills he does transfer to his granddaughter, and she kind of takes his place. Okay. So, and one of the cool things that I was reading when I was do, doing some more research, the re- when I was reading that that I that guy had an idea. It's like the reason that you can they couldn't bring him back to life because in these in all Final Fantasies, just like uh, like life cure spells to kind of bring people back to the dead and basically what he explained it as get reduced to zero hit points you're kind of like you're exhausted you're knocked out yeah, you're, fainting. you're not you're fainting yeah you're not yeah. actually dead yeah so what he's done he's gone past that point of fainting where he's like he's just basically giving it everything he has which is why the spells wouldn't wouldn't bring him back to life right okay if anybody cares about that. So you gotta kill himself in that sense. In a way, yeah. Right, right. Uh, then we have Final Fantasy VI, pretty much the greatest game ever made. Well then. Yep. It's just tough words. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, released in 1994. This one was Final Fantasy III on uh, Super Nintendo. It's uh, it's one of the first games that like I was really obsessed with growing up. I remember when it came out, we were supposed to get it. Like, we had saved up money to buy a Super Me and my brothers. It saved up money to buy a game, and we had, we, were, we were like, oh, buying Final Fantasy 3, it's going to be awesome. And my mom had some, I don't know where she had read this stuff, but like, it's like, no, Jeff's too young to play this game. He's going to get addicted <laughs> right. to it. He's not going to do his schoolwork. He's not going to sleep. He's going to get to it. So we were forced to buy Power Rangers nice. instead. And since I always choked that we were never like I wasn't involved in this decision making <laughs> process. Of course you would have been, dude. Otherwise, then you wouldn't have bought Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers was good in it all, but you know it's not Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, it's not quite so the same. We we ever since from then we'd rent it here, or I'd borrow it from a friend there, or something like that. And I think I asked for for like my birthday for. Like every year, like until I was like, even I was like nineteen, I was still asking for it. Like, just please, someone just get it. Somebody's I've, I've done my homework. Just give me this game. Yeah. I'm graduated now. <laughs> it won't affect me the same way. But I, I have no idea where she got that uh, that in her head that uh, it was like some crazy super immersive game. Well, it's probably some of those one of those things in the news. You yeah, know? Oh, I'm sure. Like yeah. it was immersive at the time, but yeah. you think about it now, it's it's not like there's nothing. any violence or anything. Like just Power Rangers has violence. Like they yeah. beat up stuff. Like they oh, monsters. Yeah. There's guns and stuff. Like Final Fantasy is just little pixel dudes yeah so <laughs> right. that was this reasoning and eventually i was able to find it and get it by myself but like i i was so obsessed with it like just not owning this like we had one issue of like nintendo power that had like a small article on it and like a small picture and i'd always read that article like See, over yeah. and over and over and over again just like ah oh, i'm so close to it <laughs> <laughs> So this one's set in the technology equivalent to the second industrial revolution. I don't even know what the first industrial revolution is. <laughs> it's just is like it basic- steampunk era. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So a group of rebels are basically trying to overthrow a dictatorship. 
Um, so very similar to some of the other themes that are going on here, uh, but a lot more character playable characters, right? Yeah. Compared to the last couple games, uh, is it? It's it's overall characters, not jobs, right? That's the, yeah. That's so the main difference between the two. Certain characters had different jobs. Everybody could eventually use magic in the end, but everybody, each character had a certain skill. Like right. Edgar could use tools. Okay. Uh, Gauk, it was like copy, he would copy monster moves. Or like Seltzer would use like a weird slot machine. So these guys basically set the groundwork for pretty much like every game now, right? Like WoW and... It's pretty close you know, to, like yeah. You know, having jobs, having yeah. leveling up with different weapons, combining stuff down the road, yeah. like using potions and using all this other crap, right? Like there, mana. There was definitely games that were doing it as well, but they're the, by far the, some of the ones that you put it in the mainstream, right. for sure. Right. Like, Final Fantasy VI was a huge game. Like, even now, it's you can, to find it on, like, Super Nintendo, you're paying 60, 80, 100 bucks for it. Those are it. Oh, yeah. Still, so, like, it basically sells for full price. If, when you when you find it, yeah. See, back then with games, like the, the prices were weird. You ever see those old flyers? I think we showed you one a long time ago. It was like the pricing was like eighty seven dollars and sixty four cents. Like they just <laughs> yeah. made no sense. And then, but then the next game would be totally different price. It would be fifty eight dollars and nineteen cents. Like it just made no sense. That's weird. <laughs> that stuff. So this one was also, Final Fantasy VI was also the first one to be directed by someone else. There you go. How did that explain my, my theory from before? He couldn't handle it, broke the code, someone had to take over. <laughs> he's dead, right? That's when they No, died. he's still alive. He's, he pretty much produces. He goes in bronze. He's still producing like every single one from no, and he's just not directing. He's getting old. He's, you know, he's, he's done five of them before. He's, um, he's good at this point. Uh, yeah, so this one gets taken over by uh, two other people, Yushinoru Kitatsi and Hiroyoko Ito. Uh, this one, so this is the one that kind of first went real mainstream. The Super Nintendo and PlayStation versions have sold over 3.5 million copies worldwide. Uh, this, like, I, they, when I was writing the research, I never liked to put the main character. I guess the first character you play in Terra is. Is, is named oh, okay. Kara in this one? Yeah, but it's there's like Steve said, there's a lot more clear characters. Fourteen, and they all get their own uh, screen time. So like everyone in this game has like a really cool backstory. It very, I always found like it's it's very sentimental and like the stories actually mean something. So there's a reason why they're fighting against the empire or mm. they are who they are. They are who they are. Like one really small thing that you might even miss if you're not paying attention close to the game or go to a certain part and sleep in this certain inn is like there's two brothers Edgar and Figaro like uh, Edgar and Sabin so they're they're twin brothers that are that are princes of this thing so their their father dies and they have to now take over the the kingdom neither neither one of them really want to be king but they're like no we have to one of us has to go through with it so it's like all right well to decide we'll flip this coin to decide to take so they flip the coin and Edgar obviously ends up losing the coin and uh, the coin toss and he becomes king and Sabin kind of becomes this he goes off to into the world to be trained to be like a crazy martial artist just to do whatever he wants basically okay. to be free and then you, later in the game Edgar does the same does use a, he flips a coin in an, in another scenario and then it they find out that it was a double sided coin uh, he uses so oh. he, he was he made him he made himself lose thinking 
knowing that Savin wanted to was the, needed to go free and stuff like that. But like, and they at that point, if you don't notice it, Savin mentions like he does a quick little line, and that's it. But if you don't notice the thing, it's like it's a really cool story that's just kind of hidden away yeah, in the game. You, yeah. don't, you might not notice it through for your first playthrough. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought it was going to be like a Freaky Friday situation. We're like, ah, well, you, you became this guy. I became, or we're just going to switch. No one's going to notice. No, no. There's tons of that stuff going around. And, like, it was. there's lots of other stuff that they're still discussing. There's one character. You're, you, you're trying to figure out who her dad is. Her dad could be this other character in your party. So, okay. And there's, like, subtle hints to it throughout the game. But, uh, no, it's, it was... It was just it's just an amazingly written game. The the villain, Kefka, is probably the greatest villain in all the Final Fantasy games. Like he like he's just like he's just a psycho. Like he poisons like a whole like they're invading they're trying to invade this castle. But the castle's heavily fortified and they have their they have good supply of water and food. Right. So they can't figure out how to break in and he's like, Oh he just poisons them all. Like he poisons their water stream, and like basically everybody in the in the castle gets poisoned and dies, except the one guy that joins your party. But it's just like okay. he does crazy shit like that. He betrays people and goes back and forth. Makes uh, he has a bunch of, like his two henchmen like dust off his boots when he's walking in the desert, <laughs> with, like sand and shit like that. Sounds so, like kind of a dick. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but he's he's memorable. He becomes a god in the end. So he's actually one of the only guys that actually succeed. In what he wanted to do, right? So like he oh, so throws. He doesn't get beat. No, he basically he takes over the world, and then there's like a time gap in between, right in the middle of the game, where you get you have to start. You lose everybody in your party, and you kind of have to go around the world and recollect everybody. Another sentimental thing in this uh, game, and they, when that happens, so you, when the world, he blows up the world, basically everyone gets separated. You start off with one character, Celis. And she's trapped on this uh, island with her, her kind of like adopted uncle, who she takes care of. He gets sick, and you have to go and catch these fish that are in this thing. But if you don't catch the, if you catch anything other than just the fast fish, and you feed him to him, he'll die. And then she's like, "Well, now I have nothing left to live for." And she, she attempts to commit suicide by jumping off this cliff. Oh wow! Yeah, but she survives, and she kind of gets her reason to live and. Continue on that. So it's it's a pretty deep, serious game. Maybe that's why they didn't want you to play the game. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Just getting ideas. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I have nothing but good things to say about this game. If anyone ever wants to tweet at me or uh, talk to me about Final Fantasy VI, I'll talk about it for ages. I don't think there's <laughs> one thing in that game I haven't done. I think I've conquered everything about it. Except own it, or you do own it. I do own it now. Do I do own it. it. That's the ultimate conquering. I do. I thought I lost it for a while, but I recently just found it. Oh, nice. I was a little worried. <laughs> and then next we have probably the most famous of Final Fantasies, Final Fantasy VII. Well, you're familiar with this one, I think, aren't you, Steve? Yeah, I played to like the third disc. Yeah, it's yeah. good enough. It was cool. <laughs> like I think I got into it after it was super popular, like because I got it as a as a demo disc originally on PlayStation. And then I remember real, remember looking at it, I'm like, why the fuck does this look so blocky? Like, even <laughs> even back then, it was supposed to be good graphics, but I was like, ah, this doesn't compare to uh, N64, which was what I owned at the time. <laughs> but I, but that's when I got the PlayStation 2 play Final Fantasy specific, specifically. Yeah. Um, it was cool, though, because like, that one was like... It, it's, it gave you like a weird 
it's it wasn't open world, but it was kind of open world because it's like all the maps were pre-rendered, right? Yeah. So it's like it looked really like 3D and everything, but you can only just go certain. Oh, certain so areas. much like Resident Evil. Kind of yeah, style, yeah. Pre-rendered backgrounds so yeah. you'd walk around. Um, but yeah, it's you know everyone knows Cloud. He's pretty much in everything right now. The worst hero. Why is he so bad? He's just so depressing. He's such a moody piece of garbage. Isn't that pretty much like every Final Fantasy though? Like after seven, that right? like totally. the early ones are. So yeah, they're definitely moody. But he was, he bugged me a lot. I think I think a lot of my hatred for seven comes from the that they this is when they switch from Nintendo to PlayStation, and I was like devastated that I couldn't play it because I we'd, they, we'd always own like Steve. We had the sixty four as well. I, my my best friend at the time was the only person that I had a PlayStation. He got. Final Fantasy VII, but he never got a mem- memory card. So we, all we did was play like the first couple hours <laughs> over and over and over again. Or you just have to leave it on, right? Yeah, right. we tried that for a while, but you know, not being my house, like you know, I'd go back and shit would be different. It'd be like four days later. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the one I left. I'm just here to play your video games. They, they switched it because uh, what was it? Because they wanted movies, right? Like actual. Video. They only wanted to use CDs and the music too. That was the other thing. Yeah, and they, they had music, and they had they wanted to do full rendered videos. Yeah, like they, you could have done that on the sixty four. No, but they needed four discs, and then like yeah, versus yeah. Exactly. one cartridge on the sixty four, right? Yeah, their so. their constraints for they were a lot different. They wanted to do CDs, and then Nintendo said no, and then that was basically their only option was to go to PlayStation, which seemed to work out for them. This is the yeah, interesting. This is the highest selling Final Fantasy out of any. I think it's sold all up like what is that twelve million copies. Oh, that's not including the remakes? I think that they have, well, it hasn't been remade yet, right? Oh, okay. Not yet. I think it's this year it's being remade into like a full 3D changing everything. I think they're even changing the combat system by the looks of it. It's right. not going to be the turn-based one from the original. So, it, so basically, long story short, is it's pretty much like Total Recall, right? Because he, okay, you got Cloud, he's, he joins this group... I guess so. I've never right. heard of anyone explain the story like that. <laughs> right? He joins, he joins like this, you know, eco-terrorist organization. Yeah, yeah. Stop this like That's mega corporation. They really, they really gloss over in, in this one is that he's joining a terrorist or- organization that literally blows up a building. Yeah. Like there's workers in there that just like I'm just trying to. That guy's trying just trying to make just a living. Doing his job. Exactly. He's got a family. He's, he's got you know. You know, he's like he's just want to stay out of the gutter. Mm. And yeah, this mega corporation Shinra is essentially taking away natural resources of the planet to power these things, yeah. which is basically Mars and oxygen. <laughs> I guess We're really trying to yeah, connect yeah. these two dots here. Um, and he's got some weird thing where he doesn't, he's not who he says he is. Like people think he's a different person. Like there's that thing where he, like, he's like, he's supposed to be Zach or something like that. He's got like some weird memory issues. It was because this, this is where this game lost me, mm. and I this is the storytelling story is weak. Yeah, it gets really convoluted. Like he's not who he says he is, but everyone remembers him as this person. But basically, okay. he looks identical. But the other, the guy had black hair, and Cloud has blonde hair. Oh, some bullshit. You can't fake hair color, so. No, I think it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. But no, it was just, it's just, and the, I never, I really never liked Sephiroth as a bad guy too. He was also kind of just a whiny baby. But he's supposed <laughs> to be like the biggest 
baddest guy in the universe, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. He's like he's like a super soldier. Yeah. So it's like a super soldier that's kind of gone a little insane. But I I don't know. I can't get into it. I couldn't get into it. I played it. I've beaten it. It's not. It's definitely not my favorite. I think a lot of people really like it because it was the first. It was their first introduction into the series, so they have a lot yeah. of nostalgia for it. And I understand that, and I'll give it. To, I'm not saying it's like a bad game. It's just. What was the new stuff they introduced into that game? They still had. They had active well, you had, time. You had active had, time. You had your, but you had materia. Yeah, which is kind of a big thing. And then they had limit breaks, right? Yeah, that was new. Well, you, they had a version of limit breaks in Final Fantasy VI, and this was actually something that I didn't know when they made this game and when I played it and I beat it like six times before I found this out is if you're if you're low on health in Final Fantasy 6 you had a chance of doing like a crazy special attack and I played through the whole games without ever seeing it once until recently until not recently but until like looking it up later and actually seeing that it's like, like holy doing shit doing it on purpose yeah yeah so but yeah you had limit breaks uh I think that's about it. You know, obviously your your full 3D motion videos that have become a staple in in all Final Fantasies from then forward were brought in and starting this one. Yeah, this one had um I remember this other game too, that guy Vincent, he's the the gunslinger. Yep. He had his own like, like spin-off game too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was like a first-person shooter. Which think, was yeah, so something weird. like that. Oh, what was it called? Crisis Core or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of I definitely one of the spin-offs of the game. So for sure. I am looking forward to the remake that's coming out hopefully this year. But uh, uh, that's PlayStation. You gotta buy PlayStation. No, it's got, it's PlayStation first. I looked this oh, up. It's PlayStation first, and then but it's not an exclusive. So eventually, I'm assuming it will be released onto. Maybe losing Xbox out on a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you lose out on sales when you do. They have yeah. no reason to make their stuff exclusive anymore. It's just dumb. You just lose sales. It, exactly. What's the point? Yeah, they're not limited by so the. You, platform anymore no especially on uh, third party software developers there's no reason for you to unless playstation shells out like a shit ton of money just to make to sure compensate you compensate for the yeah. for the loss of sales i don't see i don't see many companies doing it anymore unless it's developed personally by the company like yeah. halo's developed by microsoft yeah exactly that's different Zelda's developed by nintendo kind of thing so then you got uh final fantasy 8 this is your favorite final fantasy isn't it steve Best one, <laughs> best one. But I have played this one. I I did the same thing on this one. So I only played this the demo version of this one. I, I got the demo for computer of all things, and it would basically it let you do the like play like the first little garden area. Yeah. And you 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 had the Leviathan summon. So. Oh, they was, just gave it to you. You started with it, and that that summon takes like five minutes to watch the video every <laughs> single time you use it. I remember watching it. That's just the pretty much the only reason you played the game was just to do that. And in the garden, in the in the garden, you can also have a chance to fight some like crazy dinosaur too. That's yeah. like way overpowered for oh, okay. the area. So the, the only the only thing like we tried to accomplish in the game was to beat that monster. Yeah, because they have to con- pretty much condense everything in like what half an hour of play, basically, pretty much, like yeah. onto that demo disc. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Like it, it's. What did they do? It was like it, it was pretty much like a space academy, and then kind they, of yeah, it's like a police academy yeah. without the guy that makes noises. Yeah, <laughs> and then they, this one's like a love story, and then they yeah. like they meet each other in space, and then there's like this crazy queen that's like trying to take over the. It's just another evil emperor kind of story. 
Wasn't she? She's like a weird queen, but then it actually doesn't end no, up being her. It's like another it's a, person. It's another thing. Her. It's like I think it was. I think it was Sin. No, Sin is twelve or twelve. Ten, sorry. Is Ultimicia. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. Right, that's right, the chick's right. name in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So you had Squall, and she was he would fall in love with uh, Riona, Rinona. Yeah. And then his thing was he had a gun blade. Oh yeah. Which was sweet. So it's like a shotgun slash blade. Yeah, if you, pre- if you press time. the trigger at the right time when you're attacking, yeah. I think he does like extra damage. Um, and then yeah, back to the summons. This one's called like GFs. Oh yeah, Guardian Force. That, that was one of the things that in this in Final Fantasy VIII they have this, this they call it the draw system, which is basically you would fight an enemy, you could kind of pull the power from them, which would be like oh this guy's a fire guy, so I'd pull fire from him, right? Pull haste or cure from him, and then you'd be able to use those spells and things. I just found it so slow, like it's such a slow system that like and uh, the way that, that I just became like obsessed with. It's like, oh, I don't have enough cure. I need more cure. <laughs> yeah, but then you'd get Kiraga, which was like yeah, double. Yeah, but the then, I, then I'm just going so slow collecting. So I'm fighting like shitty monsters for like half an hour, just sitting there drawing the magic out of them forever. And then the and then the your, the GF system was just so crazy and convoluted. And uh, just from what I so com- much more complicated than it need than it need to be. Coming from the Materia system, uh, from. You didn't Seven, have... which was complex but simple enough to really understand and use. You didn't have to use anything to get the GF, though, right? Like it was. Well, just... you you go and find different summons around the world, and once yeah, you defeated them, you'd fight them, and then they join your team, and then it'd be. And part you get of different their... stat boosts and things from. Yeah, them. and then you allocate one to this person. So, like, if one was like uh, fire, like Ifrit, yeah, then that person would have fire stats. Yeah, but what is right. that? It was just there was so much more crap that was involved in it than that. I don't know. I liked uh, it. I liked it. I didn't know. And uh, then the part when they're in the space in the space shuttle, and then he's like, "Oh man, okay, we're 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 gonna be together forever." And then he she, he fucking leaves her, leaves her the oxygen, but then she chases after him. And then they look, and then the sun's in the background. I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." <laughs> Tears streaming yeah, down Steve's face. Look it up on YouTube. Get out of here, mom! <laughs> I don't want any soup. <laughs> Uh, but then the the side game for that was the, uh, the triple, triple triad. triad. The was best awesome. thing that this game did. Was, so good. What is was its card game? Yeah. I think that I, I tried What'd to look up. Uh, explain the card game to Darcy. Do you remember? So it's a grid of nine. I think it was nine boxes. Okay. So just like a tic tac toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, you pretty much have a card assigned to each like main character, um, or like a GF or like whatever's in the game, just like something random. Sure. Stuff, right? Yeah. And each corner of the card would have a value. So, like, it would have A as in, like, Ace, or, like, Nine, just a number, right? You sure, yeah. So you'd have cards where it'd be, um, it's, it's like, Northwest and South. There's no... Well, actually, I actually think there was corners, too. I think for this one they had corners. I can't remember I think it was every, corners or Nine. Pretty much every side that you could do, okay. right? So you could have one card where it has no values on any other side except for top, and then, like, like, up... And then the right corner, and then right. Like, okay. that's it. So basically what you would do is you put that at the very bottom left. So the idea is if you put a card next to it, and that value, and say if my card was five and yours was one, I would beat your card, uh, and your card would become my color. Okay, right? yeah. So yeah. That was the whole point of the game was to just overturn the other person's cards. You cover and, the grid. And you're, yeah, yeah, cover the grid, basically. So some, yeah, cover the grid, and then you'd have a card that's, like, super powerful. Like, okay. At the bottom, it's all nines. So ideally, you want to put it at the top so sure. nothing can turn it over. 
And it was like the craziest thing ever. I think I played <laughs> so many hours just doing that because you would have to go around and get the card from, like, if it was a You play a people and you get yeah. to choose, like, you get to take their card. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you play okay. for pink slips, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd hope that they play that card and then you're like, oh, fuck, this thing's something I really need. And that's all you would do, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think I played more of the card game than I did the actual yeah, game. That's right. Yeah, that was one of the best ones. Yeah, cool. And, oh, we also didn't mention... The Aerith's deaths in Final Fantasy VII. Sorry, didn't mention. Oh, she was one of the another main character to die in the series. Then you never. One of the biggest stories in Seven was that you could bring her back to life, which is actually impossible. You can't. Oh. For this, the, not without using like glitches or like a game shark or some shit. Like sure, that. yeah, but yeah. There's no other way to bring her back to life. Anyways, back to eight. It's a it had triple triad. Anything else you wanted to add about eight, Steve? Uh, they had that cactar summon. That was pretty sweet. I think that's the first time you showed up. <laughs> I think he he'd been in other games just as uh, fightable enemies. Right. He was in six for sure, and I yeah. think maybe some of the, and five I think as well. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't think transportation wise you could still do the airship. Right. They brought that. It was like a weird airship. Well, you slash had like boat. your you know you had like your you drove your school around. You literally drove the school. Yeah, that's right. It was like the fucking Transformer City. Mega Bloks. Yeah, pretty much. You just flew around yeah, and that's shit. Yeah, was. that's kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Normally it's like a ship or like a car or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah and, the, and then in these these two games, before we get into, into 9, where it kind of jumps back a little bit, these two games were a lot more futuristic than the other games. Yeah. So there's like guns, Gatling guns, and, and helicopters, like, and spaceships in this one. Yeah, because the, they put it on PlayStation and they already figured out what to do with Seven. All the characters were like realistic looking. That for for the first time, it wasn't like weird polygon blocky. Yeah, they were like pixelated. They were actually like modeled after people. Like, like you could see proportionally features. correct. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't mind the draw system though. That was kind of cool. I hated it. It was just so slow. You'd encountered this one thing. You're like, oh fuck, this thing has like. Yeah, Ultima. so I spent like three three hours fighting Sucking one it thing. Out, out of you, you know, like. Like, there's the one part of the game where you're trying to escape from like a exploding building, and you're fighting monsters. And then I'm always worried, like, oh, I'm never gonna be able to fight these monsters again. So I'm sitting there like drawing. <laughs> yeah, like, everything the you can get. I don't have enough time. <laughs> yeah. The building's gonna explode. And the and the game, the characters scaled with your level as well, so it wasn't, right, you could right, never okay. run into some of those too difficult. So I've seen people beat this game with like super low stats because it just because never, they just burn yeah. through it and not fight anything. Yeah. And then we get into Final Fantasy IX, which is kind of like a throwback game. Instead of following the the trend of the last two games, where they were a lot more futuristic yeah. and. And proportionally correct, this one kind of jumps back to the the older versions where it's more medieval time. Uh, you kind of have a little bit more cartoony characters, but uh, it's actually one of my favorite. There's there's uh, like references to like tons of other games throughout this whole game. Like one of the bad guys from the end is Garland, which is like a throwback to the original Final Fantasy. Right. Okay. And like one of the main, VV, the the one of your main characters looks exactly like a black mage from the first two three games. Sure. So uh, this one follows around. So the plot first centers on a war of nations in a medieval fantasy world called Gaia. Players follow Bandit Zidane after his kind of his trope his thief trope which which he belongs kidnaps the princess garnet uh 
and then they and then they kind of get fallen into this huge other uh, big conspiracy that's revealed because uh, they think the Queen Braun of Alexandria is the one responsible for starting the war. But then it shifts out to be this other guy, Kuja, Kuja who's kind of related to Zid, Zidane in a way. And it uh, kind of just snowballs from there. This is uh, the series, Sekiguchi, the series creator, says this is actually his favorite of, uh, of all the games. He said that numerous times. And this they kind of evolve on the triple triad, becomes Tetra Master. So there's another card game involved in on this one. I really, really enjoyed this one. I don't remember that card being as or that game. It wasn't. Good. It wasn't as good, yeah. and the the reward wasn't as good as like. And you needed to do Tetra Master to get like Squall's like ultimate sword. Whereas this one, the the reward really wasn't there for playing tons of it. Right, right. But I still played a shit ton of it, just for the hell of it, just because I really enjoyed it. I remember. Yeah, again, it had the the videos and stuff like that. And it was like the. What was the girl's name? Was it was it Garnet? Was it Dagger? Garnet. Dagger. Yeah, she, she was Dagger herself, first. She calls herself Dagger. Yeah. And then it was like, it's like, ah, oh, yeah. And then she she's like, all right, well, are you are you ready to join me on this crazy quest? And then she, and then Sans like, yeah, right. And then she, and then the video starts. She cuts her hair off. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, this is happening, man. <laughs> it's too real. Too real. Just <laughs> like the two weirdest parts of like the games that I just remember for some reason. <laughs> them in space and the oxygen running out, and her cutting her hair and becoming a woman. <laughs> I don't care about the other stuff. Yeah, no, I really, really like this one. I think it has one of the. I really, I think the ending is really cool, really sentimental. Maybe chokes me up a little bit. <laughs> but uh, other than that, it's not much else to say. It's very similar to the old games. There's no jobs or things like that. Everyone's set in their class. Zidane's a thief. Garnet's a white mage slash summoner sort right. of thing. And so on and so forth. But uh, really cool, awesome story. Highly recommended. Final Fantasy X. First PlayStation 2 game. First Final Fantasy with voice actors. Uh, I did not enjoy this one at all. I, th- I felt the voice <laughs> acting was terrible. Oh, is that right? Oh, it's, there's... There's one scene where they just they're just it's like a famous scene most people have seen it you can find it on YouTube where they're just laughing at nothing okay it's just really hard to watch like think of like the worst B movie you've ever seen and yeah then, like, yeah it's lower acting than that <laughs> just just horrible I'll take a look for that I don't think I've seen that scene it sounds like I'd recognize it yeah head. yeah and it's it's got a weird convoluted story where this like the main character uh titus is f- like a dream of another world or some other bullshit it's got some stupid like sports game blitzball in it they, the game forces you to play that i just hated <laughs> like it took me forever like there's one section of the yeah, game where you have to play score a goal yeah and i just I, like i for some reason i just couldn't figure it out properly and i it's like a weird mixture between like real time slash like regular fighting like stop times combat yeah. so like you'd move and then you get stop and you like you have to do a weird you have to select a weird thing and i could never figure it out properly i hated it so much and the game forces you to play it at one section and then you can come back to it after that to gain stuff i never wanted to touch it again <laughs> So anyways, this takes place in this world, Spira, uh, centers around a group of adventurers to stop their, on a quest to stop this rampaging monster called Sin. He's basically like a big flying whale that just flies around and destroys cities. 
So, like, they have to complete this ritual to uh, stop it with the summoner Yuna. So she goes around and collects all this. I think they're called Edeons or Edeons in yeah. that one. Yeah, So she basically she goes around to collect all these summons. And then when she's completed, she casts this crazy spell that will kill herself, but also kill stop the monster for a while. Okay. But then eventually the cycle starts again, so they kind of go through just kind of stop it forever. It's kind of your yeah. The only course. one that can do it is the summoner, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So they basically everybody else's job in this thing is just to protect her to make sure she right. can finish her pilgrimage. Right. But uh, yeah, it's it, like this. It, it's kind of cool. It starts out. That's a cool part of the story, but just the weird shit for the reason why Titus is there is kind of took me out of it. He looks like a weird hippie kid too. Like it's a California guys, beach bum. Yeah, they're getting all androgynous. It's like I don't, I can't really tell if I'm attracted <laughs> or not. Yeah, <laughs> he wears like weird flood pants yeah. too. My it's, ankles are wet, but my my calves are bone dry. It's <laughs> because he's like, it, but that blitzball thing is like, it's like water polo, but he's in like a crazy sphere of water. Yeah, right. That's pretty much what it was. So yeah, yeah. I don't know how, how they breathe in there either. But then they're they're also like they get, it's take they they have like an an overworld where you get to fly a space like you get to fly your airship but it's not really an overworld you kind of just set coordinates of where you want to go oh okay so you kind of it's it's a weird aura over overworld map which kind of sets the stage for some of the other Final mm-hmm. Fantasy especially the kind of thirteen that gets like really linear right yeah yeah which I felt this one was a little bit similar to that style. But it did bring in voice acting, which it was terrible to begin with, but it's, it's definitely gotten a lot better since then. That's good. Yeah, there you go. And then we got the first MMO, Final Fantasy XI, uh, released in Japan in uh, on May 16th, 2002. Like, like I said, it's the first MMO. Uh, it takes place in the world of Vandil. Uh, so you can make your own character. You can make like a warrior, mage, summoner... Uh, all like the usual MMO classes. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, and then you just go and go around completing quests, like you would in everything. This came out shortly after World of Warcraft as well, or yeah, I think it was after World of Warcraft. So the so it, it was kind of competing. It was going head to head against that. Yeah. I played it when it first came out. I found it really grindy, like. It, Oh, is that right? Like, Just... you would you'd be killing monsters. It's like, all right, you kill these sheep. So you kill, like, 600 sheep. And it's like, all right, I finished the quest. I'm gonna, I'm, I leveled up. I can, might, might be able to kill someone. It's like, all right, now you got to kill mad sheep. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so you kill 600 mad sheep. It's like, now, Garrett Mustard... Now you gotta kill really mad sheep. And it was just like, it just like, oh, my God, give me something else to kill. And so I, I got tired of it. It couldn't couldn't grind it out. But it's actually one of the games I regret not playing more because I've heard really good things about the end game, and like if you could do the grinding, maybe I just wasn't the right character either. That really kind of piqued my interest. Oh, possibly. Yeah. Did it get less grindy as you went on, or did you just kind of have to like? I don't think so. From no. what I read, it's it's fairly grindy throughout the whole game. Yeah, yeah. One thin thing I did discover in this game was you could you have to buy spells and stuff like that from this thing. So you sure. Is it really early in the game? So I go across town to the spell store, buy spells, and then put them up on the auction house for for, for more money than they're worth. <laughs> yeah. would, like for some reason, they would sell more on the auction house, then people wouldn't realize that you could walk across this town and pick them up. Yeah, I guess like when games were new like that, like people didn't really know that much about them. Or, yeah, that they're you know 
being exploited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it, it, that was my first, uh, one of my first MMO experiences. It was uh, Final Fantasy XI. Not much else to really say about it. It came out for eventually for the PlayStation 2 and Xbox 360. So it was kind of a big step for like an MMO to be on one of those systems. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it was eventually shut down in the last year, actually. March 31st of last year, 2016. So it actually served quite a while. That's a pretty from, good lifespan for it, yeah. yeah. For, it was 2002, years. you said, right? Yeah. yeah, 14 years, so... It definitely had some good had some good aspects to it. Just a uh, little grindy, but if you if you got through that, I think you're you're rewarded. Like I think I remember them telling like I remember reading things about raid bosses. Would some raid bosses would take like hours upon hours to kill. Oh, like, is that right? They were like basically impossible. So next up, Final Fantasy twelve, released two thousand six, PlayStation two, directed by Hiroshi Minagawa. And here, Yuko Ito, who's done a couple others. Uh, so the game takes place in a fictional land of Ivalice, where the empires of Arcadia and Rosaria are waging an endless war. Damasca, a small kingdom in the middle, is caught between the warring nations. When Damasca is annexed by Arcadia, its princess Ash creates a resistance movement. During the struggle, she meets Vaughn, who's like your main character, a young adventurer who dreams of becoming like a sky pirate. Basically... This one also has a lot of uh, Star Wars references. For the kind of you basically have Han Solo and Chewbacca in this one. Oh, is that Han right? Han Solo is like a sweet hot bunny chick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh, this one's very Shakespearean. It's like where like uncles and fathers betray sons, and right shit goes back and forth like that, and twin brothers are taking place of uh, are masquerading as other people and shit like that. So. This one I really enjoyed. I think it was really good when I played it. I remember, I, again, like I, like I said, I never had a PlayStation 2, so I came back to this after it had been released for a while. And I like I, the only person I knew that had a PlayStation at the time was my girlfriend. But like it was like her family's PlayStation, so I remember like I like I would I would never be allowed to sleep over there because the her parents would never let me. So, but I like she she would be, she'd go to school. And then I'd just, like, hang out there at the house by myself, and I'd just play Final <laughs> Fantasy XII all day because I didn't have work or anything to do that day. And it's like, ah, uh, I can never imagine myself doing something like that now. <laughs> Seriously. Just gonna hang out here. I'm just going to hang out here and play yeah. some video games. Like, nobody was home when I was doing it, but it was, it's just a, just a weird thing that I did. It's, uh, <laughs> anyways, it's getting remastered. It's coming out again this year. If you haven't played it, I think this is a good time to pick it up. It's really, really cool. The 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 way that this they kind of bring it back to kind of a turn based battle system, but it's open world. It's basically like a single player MMO. So you'd have a team of three or four people, I think it was, and each person, and you set up these things that they called gambits. Where basically you'd be programming the AI. So if uh, something got a certain way, like oh, so like if you somebody gotten if you put like if if ally gets below uh, 50% health, cast this. Oh, and you, okay, you sure. And you could get it so in-depth that it would it basically play the game for you. But just setting up that that AI system I thought was really, really cool. Like, That's interesting, I'd have, yeah. Like, it was the first Final Fantasy that I actually concentrated on making my characters cast, like, debuffs and stuff like that. Right, yeah. Otherwise, I couldn't... Uh, there's no way I could beat certain bosses. So, like, all right, start of the fight, you have to cast... Uh, 
slow curse and all this other like it'd go down this crazy list that I made up for it and then my other character would be like alright you gotta ca- hit him with this then hit him with that and then hit him with this kind of you'd set up these crazy combos and stuff like that it was really really cool that sounds like a lot of fun actually yeah, yeah. if you haven't played it I'd really recommend it and it, it any character could be anything so they have what they call the license board so if you wanted a character to be this this guy to be your mage this guy to be your your warrior you could sure. you're be able to customize them in whatever way you wanted. Again, full voice acting. The voice acting was way better than it was in 10. Uh, other than that, so your, your, your main character in this one was Vaughn. Your uh, bad guy was like the son of the Empire, like the evil Empire. Kind of took over for him. The, the bad guy's kind of bland. The, the story does get a little confusing at times, but like if you like old old English-style Shakespearean plays and kind of things like that with lots of characters, mm-hmm. this is the game for you. This one also, this one had spinoffs like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics is kind of based in this world. A whole bunch of other Vagrant Story or whatever that game was called is based in this world. Okay. Like an old PlayStation game. Yeah. So there's lots of cool tie-ins to a bunch of other games in this one. Steve, you played Final Fantasy thirteen. You want to do the next one? I didn't finish it though. That was the only thing. <laughs> didn't finish it. I think we were all about it when it came out. On well, it looked 360. super it looked cool. Sweet. Like the the graphics on the game were just ridiculous. Yeah, it was like, probably the best one you could have got, right? Because it was the first on the new generation. Yeah, first on like your PlayStation threes, your Xbox three sixties. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. It was cool. It was one of the probably the most recognizable characters since like Squall or no, since like Cloud. Most cosplayed. One no maybe oh probably maybe I wouldn't no. be surprised maybe maybe so lightning is super popular now oh that's what it was the paradigm shift that's yep. the thing what the heck was that it basically it is it was active in the fight right like you could change it halfway through yeah so you change from like between like attacking magic or support yeah and the and you'd get combos by switching your ship your per your peregrims off like at the right times and in the right instances to, and you'd get to do like more damage if you did it properly yeah i don't know i i honestly don't remember <laughs> i played it i owned it it's pretty forgetful other yeah. than like lightning and the, the game itself it's very forgettable like the the story these are like a bit of a cliffhanger right yeah and you know of like if they actually did stuff. So basically, the game takes place in a in a fictional world. Cocoon, whose government, is, the Sanctum, is ordering a purge of civilians that have supposedly come into contact with Pulse. Which so like in this game, you have to really pay attention. They'll use a lot of new terms that are only ever used in this game. Yeah. And if you don't keep track of who they are, Skill what they behind. are, you you get completely lost. So they come over the the. So the pulse of the much feared uh, is the so basically the world below cocoon is like this floating world above another world. Oh, okay. So they, if you come into contact with pulse, the floating world before you kind of like cursed. They feel uh, a former soldier lightning begins her fight against the government in order to save her sister, who has been branded as an unwilling servant to a godlike being from pulse, making her the enemy of the people of cocoon. Lightning is soon joined by a band of allies, and together the group become. Become marked by the same pulse creature, and they rally against Sanctum while trying to discover their assigned task. While they try, so basically, basically, when they get marked, they have an assigned task, and once they complete their task, 
They, 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 yeah, they turn into like yeah. crystals. So oh. no, if like if they don't complete oh, their yes. task, they die. That's right. That's right. If they complete their task, they turn into this weird crystal, crystal shape, a crystal statue thing. So it's really confusing. The story's not really good. The game is really linear until like the last act when it opens up a lot, which is one of the I think the main complaint of the game. Yeah. Basically, you're just walking down paths of paths fighting monsters. Like it, it tries to disguise being an open world, but you're, it's not open world at all. So it kind of goes back to like seven and eight, eight even nine, even maybe. less so. Like because it's like until that one part where it opens up, and even then it doesn't really open up that much. It basically, it opens up into this larger area that's just used to hunt other monsters, yeah. and then as soon as you kind of pass that area, you get brought back into that linear mm. right, dungeon okay. area yeah. that you can only go straight. And so yeah, Steve mentioned it. They, they it's based off of that uh, Peregrine system. And then you can customize it towards whatever you want your character to be, support, magic, whatever. Yeah, Shiva was like a cool, awesome bike. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All the summons turned into like crazy motorcycles or like, I think the lightning horse or the lightning one turned into like a crazy horse. Yeah. Where's that Odin? Was they, the horse. they were their own character this time, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't just showed up. And they were all it... attached to certain characters. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Shiva was a bike and then Ifrit was... I think he was also a bike. I don't know. They're all some sort of bike. <laughs> like weird transformers. Yeah. So anything left? Anybody want to say anything about Final Fantasy before it came out in 2009? So you, uh, December 17th, it was on all the system we talked about. Final Fantasy 14. This one had an interesting release. Again, this is when they tried to get back into the MMO game. So the multi on, all multiplayer online one. Uh, released in September 30th, 2010. So in the fan- fantasy world of Eroza, players take control of a customized character in the land and get caught up in an invasion by... It, this This actually story is not even taking place anymore. So it doesn't actually... I'm not even going to finish it because it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anyways, it's, it's just a normal Final Fantasy stuff. But when this game was released, it came out to like terrible reviews. Like the game was... People felt it was like unfinished... Like, shit wasn't working properly. Uh, game trailers was saying that it was released before it was finished, calling it a broken, incom- incomplete mess. The game received general negative reviews at release, garnering, garnering scores of, like, 50%, 5 out of 10, 50 out of 100, whatever you want to say. But, like, it was just getting bombed right at the start. Like, uh-huh. so bad, so much so that they they lost, like, a ton of money, But and they basically redesigned the whole game out, game up. So this came out... Originally, September 30th, 2010, they basically had to shut down the servers and relaunch it. So they relaunched it as a completely new story, kind of wiped everybody's character and oh, restarted wow. again. Right. Uh, kind of changed the whole, the, way, the whole way the game uh, played. And then it was re-released as uh, Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, in August of 2013. So hmm. it was, it, I guess the first one was around for three years. But, uh, so basically what happens, like, Bahamut comes around, just blows everything up, and then you kind of just kind of restart from... There. Sure, it references yeah. the old game, but it just kind of restarts everything off from the start. This was originally one of the only ones I hadn't played until about a week ago, when I got a free trial and I started playing it. Where'd you get this? You found it somewhere? It was just emailed to me. So I was like, oh, I'll check Some it out. Some mysterious person <laughs> yeah. over the They must have known I was yeah. doing a podcast on it. God. So I played it. I've been playing it the last couple of weeks. 
Uh, it seems pretty good. It's pretty normal MMO so far. Nothing crazy. Yeah. One of the cool things about this the, that I did like about this one is you're never locked into a certain class. So you you want to be a fighter, equip a sword. It'll change your class to that. Oh, thing. interesting. If you okay. Equip like a staff. You'll like oh, a knife staff. Because you basically have to. Choose, or do you want to be like a student of magic or a student of yeah fighting? So you yeah. choose one. Like you want to be a lancer. You are like a dragoon. You equip a spear and you can go from there. So you're never locked into uh, your class or something. Something I know. Uh, uh, earlier, earlier MMO I did the Star Wars Galaxy had mm-hmm. a similar run to this. They kind of did that too, where you could kind of change classes on the fly. Right. Yep. And also did a similar thing where they basically redesigned their game to and change the whole uh, way the game was played. But that's another story. So the, the, that was the most interesting part of this game is that they basically completely wiped it and had to relaunch it. Realm Reborn is basically Final Fantasy version 2.0. <laughs> and has a new engine, reproof server, server structure, revamp gameplay and interface. So since then, I think it's it's been doing pretty well. It's it has a, better, yeah. yeah. It has a really, from what I was tell, it's got a really in-depth crafting system. So, you know, like, if uh, if that's your thing, <laughs> crafting shit, yeah, like there you to go. make things, this is the game for you. It's kind of interesting, though, because it, it, given that it is an, an MMO, right, you couldn't just hang on to your copy of the old version and keep playing that if you happen to love this terrible 5 out of 10 no, version. No, they completely it's, wiped it's the it. new they game, shut... and this is what you get. Yeah, so like, it, I think, obviously, the, the main aspects of the game are still there. Sure, yeah, yeah. But the, they definitely had to fine-tune it, and you know, with this, which is what they probably should have done in the, in the original. They should have probably released it three years later and taken that extra time to develop it properly. Exactly, yeah. And release the pile of garbage that they did <laughs> so then we get into the last final fantasy that's been released of the main series final fantasy 15 released last year in 2016 on november 29th this one uh follows around like four four friends so this is one of the only ones where you like of the main series that's not the mmos that you only get uh you get a locked in party you don't get you oh, get a couple. Okay. I guess you do get a couple rotating people that kind of join your party for a limited amount of time, uh, but it's mainly about these four friends going on like a road trip. It's basically have you, it, it's like Stand by Me, if it was like a weird Japanese thing. <laughs> Japanese version of it. Yeah, like if you like if you like your Japanese people to be in like a Japanese boy band. And so just about this, like a weird like eighties road trip movie. You literally you literally drive around in a car. It right? runs out of gas at some point. You gotta push it into the gas station. So it's it's good though. I really really like this one. I I haven't like I haven't played a game to hundred percent completion in a long time, and I'm like I'm at ninety eight percent right now. So there's not much more I can do with this game. The I think the only thing that keeps it from uh, becoming truly amazing is that the story kind of hits uh, hits some speed bumps. Like it, certain things happen off screen, which I think we, like if they spent a little bit more time uh, writing a little bit more story and or showing more cutscenes about some of the, these other events that were taking place around the country as you're traveling around it, okay. like through the main story would have told like a more comprehensive story yeah okay because you get a little bit lost in it and if uh if you don't like if you haven't watched there's like a movie tie-in for it if you haven't watched that like you don't need to watch it but it definitely adds to the game a lot more if you have 
and there are a couple things that happen. They you they gloss over really quickly, and if you have it, if you weren't paying attention, you could totally miss it and and kind of be confused until the end. But I thought mm-hmm. it was a really cool cool game. That the so I think that's the only thing that's really keeping it. So basically, it follows these four friends. Uh, the prince Noctis, he's kind of they're taking him to his wedding. He's getting married, he got like a arranged marriage to this like uh, prophet from another land to like broker peace between these two nations. And then uh, as he's traveling, his his home city gets attacked and blown up and his father assassinated and oh, kind of wow. like it, it starts it's a really cool story but they just needed to spend a little bit more time to flesh it out just yeah just tweaking it here and there yeah you it's one of the only ones where you only get you only control one character Noctis and then uh, it's it's kind of a cross between like the battle system in 13 slash like a devil may cry Okay. A little more simplified, simplified version with it, where you kind of have combos and you kind right. of fly around doing like air acrobatics and taking uh, tech and shit like that. Yeah, so it's kind of like a cross between twelve and thirteen. That's what I wrote. Okay. Between the two systems, it's a super open world. Like you get a big car, you can basically go wherever you want. Oh, nice! And like there's obviously certain parts of the world that open up as the story progresses. Too. Yeah, of course. But it's very open world. You take on like there's tons of other stuff to do, like hunts. So basically, you hunt these big special monsters that are wandering the plains, causing havoc right. in cities and stuff like that. And you drive around with you know with your boy band kicking shit. <laughs> Is this the one you can avoid random encounters? There's no random encounters. It's there's just monsters you see in yeah, the fight. Yeah, that's right. So if you didn't want to fight something... Oh, yeah, you just run right past it. Yeah, you didn't have to. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Which was nice. But like, there are times where you're forced into it. Like, if you drive at night, you're increased that... Like, you... Like, you might... Say so they don't let you drive at night for a partial part of the game because demons are more... Uh, Likely to be roaming around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Things like that. So then you, and then they'll, they might encounter you when you're driving down the road. Okay. It was really, really cool. Heroes Noctis... The uh, villain is Arden, but uh, some people have harked on the ending for being uh, too sad because it is a little bit depressing ending. Oh, I won't uh, ruin what it's going to happen, but uh, I think it's cool. It, it's like it doesn't have to be a super sappy, happy go time ending to be like to like to be a good story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. I don't think there's much left to talk about. Fifteen. If you haven't, if you haven't played, I'd recommend it. I highly recommend it. I it liked it a lot more than I thought it would. The you like you first you get past your weird boy band style. <laughs> like you get past that, and just forget about it, and then play it like a normal Final Fantasy. Like they, they at the start of the game, they, they they it's like oh it's a Final Fantasy for like beginners and returning fans and stuff like that. Oh, okay. and I think that's. That's the best thing to say about it. It's very much in the middle between, like, older Final Fantasies and, like, I guess the newer style Final Fantasies and things like that, so. Right. Good cross between. Do you have anything, uh, any final thoughts on the main Final Fantasies? What do you think, Darcy? Have we intrigued you on any of these games? Yeah, honestly, actually, I wouldn't mind playing a few of these. Um, the last one, 15, is that exclusively on consoles? Or is that, uh, you can get that for PC, too? Uh, I feel I'm, like you can get it on PC. Yeah? I think if I think it's not yet, or it might be coming soon. It's coming soon, okay. I'll take a look for that. Sounds like fun. I'll be honest, I actually didn't realize that the, uh, it wasn't the same character. I just thought it was a whole bunch of sequels of the same, <laughs> same story. So that's, that's interesting. No, they're all their own story. It's just, it's kind of nice that you can, 
Well, you can jump in on anyone. Yeah, and, and from especially like from a game design perspective, it gives you that much more flexibility and freedom, right? Like yeah. you're not locked into this for 30 years now. So yeah, and and it's it's cool. Like coming as a new director into that in that system, it must be a little intimidating. But yeah, they, yeah. it never seems like they're stagnant. It's like oh, you have to be a turn-based traditional yeah, exactly. It's like, no, this one we're going to try using these tactics. So you kind of take stuff from the old games, make it into your own advanced, like, or completely change it up and do something completely different. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. there's certain aspects you need to keep the same, that you take from game to game, but a lot of it can be completely new. It's coming to PC. Oh, there you go. So okay. <laughs> Good research, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> On top of all. So there you have it. Hope uh, hope we helped you guys learn something. Hopefully, if you haven't heard, we didn't. Uh, if you intrigue you in anyone's, go check them out. A lot of them can be found on like iOS, Windows, Steam uh, devices. Everything they can. The older versions are emulator if you want. Like if you are gonna play the old ones, I'd probably play like Final Fantasy six, five, and four on emulators. I hate the new art style that they have on the iOS. They kind of tried to clean up everything. Oh, is that I think right? it looks like shit. It kind of takes something away from the game, too. Yeah, right? like, it had a charm to it mm-hmm. when it was those, like, 16-bit characters. The, they don't need to be so shiny, clean drawing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it looks really bad, I find. I find it looks worse in the huh. iOS version than it does on the original. But uh, hopefully we put you on to some, uh, some new games. Uh, if you have any, if we missed anything, make sure to let us know. We love to hear from you guys, and uh, make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast and write us a review because that's uh, that really helps us uh, out on iTunes. Really helps my self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's literally I I'll, my wife won't let me in the house if I <laughs> if I don't have a new uh, subscriber yeah, or, or comment written on the iTunes. Four stars or less. Loud back in the house. <laughs> it's li- you're literally taking food out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next time, guys. Peace out.